0: Hi, I'm Greg Eland with Reynolds & Reynolds, and this is Connected. Today, I get to talk with the returning guest, Ken Hill. Ken is the Managing Director at 700 Credit, and we're going to talk about the rising issue of fraud at uh, dealerships and what, uh, what dealers can do to protect themselves. Let's get connected. Hi, Ken. Thanks so much for hopping on today. Oh, thanks for having me. Yep, absolutely. So Ken, one of the things that uh, we talk about with dealers a lot is compliance, and that, that covers everything from you know the documents that uh, you need to have have a customer sign when they're buying a car to the products you need to present to them to identity verification, and and that last one is the one I want to dive in uh, into with you today. You know, it seems like it's it's becoming more and more prevalent that there's there's fraud at car dealers. It's like every other week you see a news story about it. Um, I, I saw a stat just just the other week that said one in every two hundred uh, loan applications submitted to lenders um, actually was fraudulent. So I'm curious to get your thoughts. Why do you think uh, we're we're seeing an increase there?
1: Um well, I, I think it's the uh, the emergence of uh, uh, synthetic fraud. Um, you know, probably six or seven years ago, the government came out with a regulation called Red Flag. And, and uh, the goal of that was to stop identity theft. And um, I, that was occurring in dealerships and that every every consumer that comes in must have a red flag run. And a, a lot of red flag products uh, emerged on the market. And I think most dealers have red flag products in place today and that, that helped um, slow down uh, theft. But uh, I think with this new synthetic fraud, um, we're a little late to start to have tools in place and it's, uh, it's tough to catch if you don't have any tools in place. And, um, the fraudsters are, uh, not just, uh, walking away with one car, they're walking away with four or five. And in some cases, dozens, um, and they're, they're patient and, uh, we're just now starting to see it. Um, it takes, you know, two years to build synthetic identities and uh and they're very patient and they're very uh, careful and um precise and uh they're good at
0: yeah you know so so in kind of preparation for our conversation i I did a little research i think i have a pretty good understanding of synthetic fraud and what that means but can you um uh, just for everybody else can you provide a little bit of a definition on synthetic fraud when you say synthetic fraud what do you what do you mean
1: yeah so uh, well um identity theft right was when a consumer goes in to buy a car and he's trying and he uses someone's identity maybe he has some forged documents but he's using an identity synthetic fraud is an actual created identity um where the the fraudsters are creating an identity then building their credit file and they're they're building it to the point um, to a, a term called the bust out uh, the bust out is when they make their major purchases, and uh, and then they walk away, and with all um, with everything that they've uh, purchased, and uh, basically, the problem for dealerships is that uh, walking away with vehicles and and buying vehicles uh, with false identities is at the bust out. Um, so uh, synthetic fraud is basically, right, they, they establish it by um, taking a, a valid social security number, marrying it with a name and address, and um, just simply by going to a credit application, online credit application, uh, with using that fake identity, they, they can fill out a credit app. And that inquiry Creates the identity at the credit bureaus. So, if, when you search for pull a pull-a-credit report and you get a no-hit, the bureau actually creates a file at that point. And uh, the most common case, and these are actual cases, the most common case, fraudsters will pay someone to add that synthetic identity as an authorized user to their credit cards. And so, that payment history from that authorized user. Uh, their good payment history, you know, uh, good credit line, making purchases, paying it off—that that good payment behavior transfers uh, to the synthetic identity, and and then the fraudsters continue to build that identity, build by adding uh, cards, adding credit cards, building their credit history. And as I mentioned earlier, they're patient; they take up to two years. And um, at the end of two years, they have three or four four false identities. Um, They have uh, a very high credit uh, available to them that they'll make, uh, working towards this bust out, they'll start to make major purchases and then they go out uh, using their credit lines, but then they go out for the big purchases. That's when they go for the car uh, using this false identity. And if they don't have dealerships, don't have products in place, Uh, It's very difficult to detect. Out-of-wall questions do not work with synthetic identities because most out-of-wall questions are built around using the same databases uh, that are utilized to build these synthetic identities. So very difficult.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So I guess educate us a little bit on... Um, you know, what happens to a dealer if, if they sell a car to somebody that uh, not who they say they are? So, you know, there's a, there's a couple of logical paths of information, right? The, the dealer's processing the loan application, sending it to the lender. Um, the lender says the deal's approved. They sell the car. Um, you know, and, and I'm guessing in some cases the lender would get the dealership fund get, get them their money, right? They'd fund the deal. Yeah. Um, and maybe not, but so I guess walk through that a little bit. What happens to a dealership when um you know this this occurs at their store?
1: Well, a lot of times they're on the hook, right? And sometimes the lenders will come back to the dealer and say, Hey, you know, you need to pay me back, right? And they'll go back after the dealer for the money. Um, sometimes, you know, lenders, especially I would say mid-sized dealerships, right? If 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 it happens more than once, lenders might even consider about uh, not doing business with them any any longer. So yeah, because it shows that they don't have good processes in place and they don't have the ability to try and stop this, um, and then unless they do put something in place, they won't move forward. But uh, yeah, more often than not, dealers are on the hook for, uh, for the theft that occurs from a synthetic identity because it, you know, it, it takes a couple of months for... Um, just show up on the radar because they're walking away. Maybe they'll make a payment or two if they haven't reached their maximum bust out or they have some other big purchases that they, they have their eyes on. Um, but, um, you know, the, depending on when they walk away, dealer, uh, the
0: lender might come back after
1: the dealer for the
0: money. Hmm. That's wild because, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's that's crazy that that's a possibility. Um, yeah. so with, with that in mind, um, you know, it's, I don't know. It's kind of frightening to be honest with you. But uh, yeah. what are what are some best practices that you've seen, or, or what are dealers doing um, to protect against this and make sure that they're, you know, they're not in a position where this can happen? Sure. So, um, got a couple of things uh, you can do.
1: Um, we just uh, enhanced uh, with uh, Rentals. We just enhanced our identity verification red flag product within Rentals. Uh, adding a synthetic fraud detection tool within that product um, and basically it's a, a scorecard that each of the bureaus provide um, that looks at indicators within the credit file that this could be a synthetic identity. Um, that's it's an, an easy product to add on your identity verification product. Um, most providers uh, have it available to them I know we have it available. Um and, and basically it, it creates a score. And the higher the score, it's different than the, the traditional FICO score, the higher the better. Higher the score, the negative. Um, some things like, you know, did they uh did they they have multiple authorized users on their credit file at the onset? Uh, I know I do, that's how I started my, you know, building my uh children's credit was make them authorized users. Right. But if, if do they have multiple and then did they right off of that start building, um, you know, adding multiple accounts or, you know, um, you know, multiple purchases, multiple inquiries. So there, there's different indicators uh, of a on the credit file behavior that that indicates synthetic fraud. So that's that's one thing dealers can do. Uh, the other thing we did a, 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 a webinar um, about eight months ago and we had each. The three credit bureaus on with an expert from their fraud detection departments and their synthetic fraud departments and the, the number one recommendation that each of them had was start building um, a, a detection system earlier on in the process uh, and again we just launched a product uh, it's the driver's license scanner uh, you can do physical devices or a mobile scanner where you take a picture of the license Um, And start that process at the beginning, right even before the test drive. um, Dealers are required to get, you know, capture the driver's license anyway. Um, You know, add a layer detection there and start verifying the identity there. Driver's license, um, and most dealers have driver's license scanners in, in their stores, but they're not, and have available to them identity verification components, but they're not taking advantage of them. Right. Bounce it off the, you know, verify the document, is it, um, you know, does it uh, match what the, the states say are the valid driver's license there's, there's multiple points of authentication you can do based on each state. Um, the, the driver's license verification companies, they stay up with the states. Uh, the information on the back, OCR the information, does it match, uh, if we can get it off the code on the license, does it match what's on the code? Um, and you know, validate that license. Is it, is it a registered driver? And that, uh, and then off the license, you can do your uh, identity verification products, your synthetic fraud products, uh, right from the get go. So don't let let somebody take the car for a test drive. That's another thing that fraudsters sometimes just run right from the test drive, right? And that, the car's really gone. Um, so uh, you know, put that point of defense up at the top of the sales funnel. Don't necessarily wait till you're you're sitting down, uh, getting ready to fund the deal. Um, but th- that was the number one takeaway from that webinar was to, to, to start with the driver's
0: license. Well, and I would say automating as much of that process as possible is really important, too, because it's not it's just one more thing you have to do when you're trying to sell a car. Right. And it's not right. top of mind unless you've you've experienced